0: I'm your host, Gil Martin, I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you're with us today as a member of the Locked On Islanders family as we talk all things New York Islanders. The big news right now, the expansion draft will take place tomorrow, Wednesday, and uh, we want to sort of break down where the Islanders are at, how things are going for this team, and what Lula Amorello has in mind as far as uh, possibly making a trade to ensure that the Kraken do or do not take specific players, how he's planning to rebuild this team, and what all the trades that were made over the weekend... uh, how they all fit into the big picture of what the Islanders plan to do right now to improve this team for the upcoming season. We've also got uh, our profile of Andy Green, his season and his future with the team. As we break that down, we've got our Islanders birthday of the day and another fan email for us to discuss. So all of that coming up on today's episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. You need more hockey news, and Locked On NHL is here to fill the gap. It's our daily podcast on everything happening in the leagues. Subscribe and listen each day for a quick look at the biggest stories and game recaps. Subscribe to Locked On NHL today, wherever you get podcasts. First of all, obviously, uh... If there's something Islanders related on your mind, you have a a question, a comment, a topic you'd like us to discuss, feel free to send us an email. The email address, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You could follow the show on Twitter at Isles, And you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. And we'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings as we go through the expansion draft, the entry draft, free agency, all the way up to training camp, which is coming up in mid-September. Let's uh, start off with the season of Andy Green. That will be our first topic, Green, Uh, 38 years old. Right now, he'll be 39, believe it or not, on October 30th. And yet, out of the 56 games the Islanders played this year, Andy Green played in 55 of them, only had one goal, five points, uh, but was a plus nine on the plus minus, and took 50 shots in 55 games. So, what you're really looking at with Andy Green right now is is not a guy who is going to contribute a lot to the offensive production. But what you do get, if you're not getting a lot of points, you're getting a guy who is smart with the puck, who keeps it simple, chips the puck out, helps the transition game and you know, based on all the seasons that he has played in the National Hockey League, here is a guy who really uh, adds leadership experience and certainly, you know, this past year acted as a mentor toward a younger defenseman like a Noah Dobson. And again, we saw in the playoffs the value of Andy Green. Yeah, he had a grand total of one assist while playing in 19 playoff games for the Islanders. But he was steady he was consistent, and he was smart. And, you know, he, he'll give you between 15 and 20 solid minutes on defense a night. During the regular season, he was good. He was there. He did raise his game up a notch in the playoffs, and that was definitely a positive development. And, look, the Islanders announced that they have re-signed Green to a one-year deal. So he will be back this season, probably again on the third defense pair. And if certain things break right, maybe he becomes the seventh defenseman. But overall, you know, with Andy Green, you know that you're getting reliability, consistency, experience, and leadership. And... Look, is he an elite defenseman at this stage in his career? No. But is Andy Green the kind of guy who knows what Barry Trotz and Lou Lamarello expect of him, knows how to play that Islander system, isn't afraid to be physical, isn't afraid to, you know, play fifty-five games and only score one goal and, you know, have a handful of points and yet can be satisfied because he's playing the game the right way. So, you know, to me, Andy Green, a definite plus for this team. It's just a question of understanding that he is going to have a limited role. He is not going to play 20, 25 minutes a game, and he'll give you everything he's got, and he still has enough in the tank to be a solid contributor for the team. Wanted to uh, get to our email, our question from Mully again on Long Island. So first of all, thanks Mully for the follow-up. And here is the question. I have another question about being under the radar, not about a player, but rather the whole team. The Islanders in the past two years got so close, especially this year as the Panthers and the Canes and the Habs all combined for four wins against Tampa Bay. And we had three alone. And yet there have been articles about the 2022 champs and the Islanders are not even in the top 10 contenders. They're more like 14th or 15th. So how is it that even though the Islanders do such amazing things, we still get thrown under the bus year in and year out? Some people say we won't even make the playoffs this year and we did second or third best from any other team, so please, if you could address this, if you have any explanation for it, thank you. Well, Mully, again, thank you for the question, and I guess, you know, to me, first of all, I think the Islanders don't get a lot of respect because they're not a flashy team. They are not a team with a star player like an Alexander Ovechkin uh, or a Yaramir Yager or a Sidney Crosby or uh You know, a guy who's going to make a lot of headlines, game in and game out, and make the highlight reels. Now, Matthew Barzal could still develop into that kind of a player, but realistically, the Islanders play an unglamorous defense-first system. They are, even though they play in the New York metropolitan area, they are viewed as sort of a small market team. In that the Rangers are an original six team, they get most of the media attention in the New York area. So until the Islanders actually win a cup or or continue to consistently win, I think, you know, the they get a little bit overlooked by the media. And you know, if you've listened to the podcast over the last year, year and a half, we've talked about the fact that the Islanders are very much like the Rodney Dangerfields of the NHL. They don't get no respect, as Rodney used to say. So, you know, I think winning a cup or or yet another trip to, you know, the conference finals or the Stanley Cup finals would go a long way toward easing that problem, but I think it's going to persist. It's easy to overlook the Islanders, but you know what? I think this team also enjoys that underdog role and you overlook them at your own peril. When we come back, we will discuss... Lulu Amorello's trades and and the expansion draft and how this whole puzzle fits together, plus our Islanders' birthday of the day and a lot more to discuss still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. So why endure the often pointless and seemingly intimidating question and wait while the counterperson orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brands that his or her warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home. ...and in your pocket. Now, rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years, and they give the same price for do-it-yourselfers and professional mechanics. You will not get ripped off and overpay for the same part. Rockauto.com's catalog is unique and easy to navigate. And they've got everything you need, from engine control modules and brake parts, to tail lamps, motor oil, or even a new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, you can get everything you need in a few easy clicks, and they'll deliver it directly to your door. Go to rockauto.com now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write on" in there. How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com So let's discuss the expansion draft. And and we touched on it a little bit yesterday, but there is a lot more that needs to be figured out. Obviously, you know, the two players that jumped out who were not protected were Josh Bailey and Jordan Eberle. And, you know, both of them are top six forwards. Eberle is on the top line. Bailey is on the second line. And we're trying to figure out, you know, what, what is Lou Lamorello thinking? And when you put together Bailey and Eberle's availability with the two trades that were made over the weekend, Nick Letty to Detroit, Andrew Ladd to Arizona, the one thing you notice as a pattern is that the Islanders are trying to free up cap space. And they're trying to free up cap space to make some kind of a bold move. Uh... To add that sniper, that offensive weapon that the team has been lacking really for a couple of years. And if you think about it, if you add a 30 goal scorer and you get back another, you know, 30 goal guy in Andrews Lee who will hopefully stay healthy next year, your team goes up, you know, offensively from 20th in the league to maybe 10th or maybe even better. And, you know, that counteracts the biggest weakness you had on this team. You're freeing up cap space. Clearly the idea that both Matt Martin and Cal Clutterbuck were protected means that Lou Lamarillo is, A, really dedicated to bringing and re-signing KC Sezikis, not losing him as an unrestricted free agent. And all three of those identity line players are represented by the same agent, and... I think that message is being sent loud and clear that, you know what, we want KC Sezikis back and we're going to do that. Uh, so now the Islanders have about $18 million in cap space if you include Johnny Boychuk being on the long-term IR, uh, which is inevitable. But you got to understand, they still need to re-sign... Bavillier, Pellick, and Sorokin, the big restricted free agents. You got to re-sign Casey Sizikis, and then you need to add a replacement for Nick Letty. And that's before you're able to add that offensive weapon that we've talked about that you know the Islanders would love to be able to add. So, when we spoke to Erica Ayala last week on, on our two-part crossover episode, And she is doing Locked on Kraken, and she's great. You should listen to that podcast if you're at all interested in the NHL's latest expansion team. But she had a lot of insight. And based on the coach that the Kraken hired and the way that their Ron Francis, their GM, is probably going to build this team, it is very possible that the Kraken are looking at a younger player rather than a Josh Bailey or... Uh, a Jordan Eberle, so maybe you know three younger guys who are still available: Kiefer Bellows, Michael Dal Cole, Otto Koyvila. To me, I think Koyvila probably would be the most uh, the most attractive player for Seattle out of those three. But either way, uh, you can only lose one player. Total. And look, if they take Eberly or they take Bailey, that frees up five and a half or five million dollars worth of cap space, which Lou will then turn around and go get another offensive weapon with. If they take one of the younger players, you have a little bit less cap space to work with, but you also then would be able to keep your top six forwards. Intact, and you're getting again Anders Lee back healthy for the upcoming season. And then the third possibility, and I think that this is a real possibility, is that Lou Lamorello has a little side deal worked out with the Kraken to either prevent them from picking a certain player, whether it's Eberly or Bailey or uh, Bellows or Coeval, whoever it might be, or to get them to specifically take. a a particular player and you know that could be a Thomas Hickey or it could be an Uncle Leo or even uh, even Panic, who they just acquired in that trade you can you know get one of those players off to Seattle save you know let's say three million dollars in cap space add that to what the Islanders already have which is about you know, 18 million in cap space. Uh, so then it would be go up to 20, 21 million. Maybe you can afford a Tarasenko or you know one of the more attractive or expensive players out there on the free agent or trade markets. So Lou Lamarello in Lou we trust, is the expression you hear on social media, and it is a well-deserved saying because Lou Lamarello really has. This team, you know, he's not too attached to any one player. You don't want to lose a guy like Josh Bailey or a guy like Jordan Eberle, for that matter. But out of those two, I would rather keep Bales, if at all possible. Why? Well, A, Josh Bailey has been an Islander his whole career. And you don't want to get too sentimental, but I think there is some value to that. And B, Bailey is more versatile Bailey can kill penalties. Bailey can play the point on the power play. Bailey is the best passer, I think, that the Islanders have. His on-ice vision is outstanding. And Bailey can also play more positions uh, right now than Eberle. Eberle is a right wing. Bailey can play center in a pinch, Left side, right side, he can do anything. Bailey can play on the first line, second line, or the third line. He can be a checking forward. He can be a scorer. He's not going to score as many goals as Eberly. Eberly is good for 25 goals. Maybe Bailey's good for 15 to 20, but Bailey's going to get more assists, and he can do more. And, you know, you sort of realize, hey, if we lose Eberly, Oliver Wallstrom... Maybe he is ready to take some top six minutes as he matures and develops. And maybe Bellows or Koivala become the uh, next season's version of Wallstrom playing on the third line and sort of working their way up to more responsibility. There are a lot of possibilities, but I think the one thing that we see is that right now, Lou Lamorello is trying to free up as much cap space as he reasonably can while keeping as much of his core together. They want to keep Sezikis. They want to add another goal scorer, and obviously they're looking to add a defenseman to replace the departed Nick Letty. So, lots going on. This is going to be an exciting offseason, and we'll have more on it every day. Here on the Locked On Islanders podcast. We've got more to discuss when we come back, our Islanders birthday of the day, and a lot more. More to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The second half of the baseball season is in full swing. You could track all the action at Bet Online. The NBA Finals are still going on. You got the Olympics starting up later this week. And of course, NFL training camps are just around the corner. You can get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines any longer. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their playoff runs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKEDON. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Time now for our Islanders birthday of the day. And this is a fairly obscure player, but you know, he had an interesting little stint with the Islanders. We're talking about defenseman Ray Giroux, who turns 45 today, the native of North Bay, Ontario, attended Yale University for four seasons, was drafted in the eighth round in 1994 by the Flyers, but made his NHL debut with the Islanders in 1999-2000, played 14 games for the Islanders that year, and had nine assists as a defenseman, in those 14 games, played two more games with the Islanders in 2001-2002, then spent some time in Finland with the New Jersey Devils organization, and then closed out his hockey career playing in the KHL and even in Switzerland, retired after the 2013-2014 season season. And played in 38 career NHL games. Had 13 assists in those contests. And we're going to go back and look at one of Ray Drew's better games with the Islanders. And, you know, he was a productive defenseman. More of an offensive-minded guy. This game... April 9th, 2000, at the Nassau Veterans Memorial Coliseum. The explosive Florida Panthers coming to town. Trevor Kidd, the goalie for Florida. Roberto Luongo in between the pipes for your New York Islanders. And it was Pavel Bore getting the Florida Panthers on the board after a scoreless first period. Bore scores at 818, and the second is 58th from future Islander Oleg Kavasha and Brett Hedekin, and it was 1-0 Florida. But later on in the second period, the Islanders' power play gets going with Cam Stewart serving a too-many-men-on-the-ice penalty, Marius Tchaikovsky. His 33rd of the year, Claude LaPointe and Roy Giroux, our Islanders' birthday of the day, with the assists at 12:28. It's a 1-1 game. Then, Peter Worrell off for tripping for Florida, and Tchaikovsky scores again his 34th. Assists again to Ray Giroux and Claude LaPointe at 14.08. After 40 minutes, it's 2-1 Islanders. Tchaikovsky completes the hat trick, his 35th. Brad Isbister with the only assist at 7.13 to make it 3-1 Islanders, and future Islander Mike Sillinger makes it closer he gets a power play goal midway through the period with Ray Giroux, our Islanders' birthday of the day, off for tripping. cylinder is 23rd from Ray Whitney and Viktor Kozlov, but that's how it ended. The Islanders hold on for a 3-2 win, 29 saves for Roberto Luongo in the winning effort, the hat trick for Tchaikovsky. But for Ray Giroux, uh, two assists in this one. And two penalty minutes. He had three shots on goal. Played 17 minutes and 37 seconds. And this was one of several two assist games that he had with the New York Islanders. So uh, once again, a very happy 45th birthday to former Islanders defenseman Ray Giroux, uh, one of the uh, a very solid offensive defenseman in the minor leagues and in Europe, but kind of a fringe player who never really established himself in the National Hockey League, and yet, you know, very productive. Again, during that 1999-2000 season, 9 assists in 14 games. Uh, you know, you you make that into an 82-game schedule, and you're talking about 65-70 points right there. So uh, Giroux was productive when given the chance with the New York Islanders. We are getting closer and closer to the expansion draft. It is tomorrow. Again, my personal feeling, Lula Lamorello has a side deal. Now, they won't announce what those deals are until Wednesday, the day of the expansion draft. So you got to keep your eyes open. And we'll certainly uh, release that information as soon as we get it, if deals are indeed announced. But uh, I'm telling you, Lula Lamorello has something up his sleeve. And we're just waiting to find out what it is. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. We will be back tomorrow uh, with the latest news about the Islanders and the expansion draft and how this offseason will continue. And we will discuss the season, the playoff performance, and the future of Noah Dobson on tomorrow's show as we continue our look at all the players on the Islanders roster, how they performed, what their future is going to be. We've got it all for you here uh, this offseason at Locked On Islanders. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.